You're listening to Weekend Edition. I'm Rebecca Kruth. President Trump's threat to close the U.S.-Mexico border has unnerved American business. Daniel Howes of the Detroit News says the auto industry is particularly worried because its leaders thought they had a friend in the White House. President Donald Trump's trade whipsaw is exhausting. This week, he withdrew his threat to close the U.S.-Mexico border. The prospect of closure sowed panic in myriad interests, few more so than the auto industry. Trump says he'll give Mexico a year to clean up its act. That sound you hear is a collective sigh of relief coming from Detroit. But wait. Here's the president also this week. Quote, Mexico understands that we're going to close the border or I'm going to tariff the cars. I'll do one or the other and probably settle for the tariffs. Whipsaw! We won't close the border, we'll just slap on tariffs. We'll tax vehicles that Detroit companies like General Motors and Fiat Chrysler build down there for the U.S. market. So do a lot of other automakers who can all repatriate those products to the good old U.S. of A. tomorrow. The real world doesn't work like that, Mr. President. Still, the hits keep coming for the auto industry and manufacturers who depend on steel, aluminum, and foreign-made parts to assemble their products. Costs rise. Profits fall. Presidential browbeating continues. Long-term decision-making gets sacrificed to the micro-short-termism that is Trump on trade and so much else. China's out, the adversary in a global trade war, and then it's back in, the prospects improving of a presidential summit to sign a long-awaited trade deal. Like I said, exhausting. This is what art of the deal leverage looks like. It's a blunderbuss of scattershot intimidation whose practical effect would be to oppose acute economic pain on the industrial Midwest, the very region whose voters delivered Trump to the White House. And he knows he would need them again in 2020, witness recent campaign stops in Grand Rapids and Lima, Ohio. How all this dovetails with the central Trump re-elect argument is mystifying. He plans to run on strong market performance, income gains, and revived manufacturing jobs, but the practical effect of trade tension is to undercut all three. This from the president, who looked to be the auto industry's best new friend in Washington, and who knows how long. Instead, the automakers, their suppliers, and whoever else get a couple more presidential jerk-arounds that could hasten production cuts, causing layoffs, and weakening financial results. Is this any way to run the economy of a superpower with 330 million people? Of course it's not, especially coming from the businessman president who campaigned as the CEO who knows business. Spare me. CEOs who understand business know that the single biggest thing government can provide is stability in leadership, in policy, in a macroeconomic environment that affects short-term results and long-term strategy. American business is getting none of that from the president. Instead, business gets the presidential whipsaw. Repeatedly. It's exhausting. It's tactical. It's bullying. None of which is good for building long-term business strategies. No, his supporters tell me between insults, it's sheer genius. We'll see. I'm Daniel Howes of the Detroit News. (laughs) 